Good morning, beautiful people all around the world. This is your host, Roop, all the way from Australia. And I hope you have been great. You're doing well. Uh, it is winter in Australia. And wherever you're listening from, wherever you're tuning from, I am so excited for you. I hope you're enjoying whatever season you are in, whether it's a summer or it's a winter or it's a rain or it's a spring. I hope you are enjoying the season you are in. Today, I want to bring something so important on the table to discuss and that is the struggle of being single. You know one thing I have learned ever since I became single I am learning to walk to be a woman of great virtue. The woman that Bible talks about, the women that Proverbs talk about um, and vice versa. And Bible is very very strict about uh, giving us a God's perspective which is so exciting and adventurous while you are waiting for your spouse your future husband or your future wife that we must go through these struggles we must kill those demons you know I am a big fan of Disney I grew up watching Disney movies you know have you seen the story of that princess who was sleeping beauty and she said I will not be awakened until the true until the true lover will kiss me. I will be awakened with the kiss of true love. And it happened. And we all have these imaginations. We all have these beautiful um, desires in our heart because God created us in a, with a very creative mindset that we ponder with our mind. We have the specific dreams we dream about our significant other that how we want them to be most of us probably we all long for that one person who is exactly walking from the book a notebook movie like a noah or whether she is a princess who's waiting for that kiss and she's guarding her heart she's locked far far away in a castle and there is a dragon giant dragon waiting on the door you know and those are the struggles, but are hard. Sometimes get tempted when you see other people around you, when you see a lot of things, a lot of people having fun, you see couples getting married, you see um, uh, men and women dating, and suddenly you feel dry, you feel like impatience, you know. I learned long time ago that do not pursue in the season of waiting. So when you're meant to wait, you make sure you strengthen those spiritual muscles. You strengthen those muscles. You strengthen yourself. You learn to be patient. You learn to be um, growing in something stronger. You learn um, self-control, all those things. I am so amazed that I'm living a single life. I am so amazed that I am learning so much about myself. And like never before, it's like a blank canvas and there is there are so many wild color that has been given to me and I'm painting I'm throwing them on on the canvas and I'm creating a picture the way I want it to be so but most of us we 
as much as we enjoy the season wherever God position our heart in, there can be days when you don't want to be alone. There can be days when your heart longs for that significant other, your future spouse, your future partner, that you you want to be around them. You want you long for that physical um, and touch. You long for um, you long to see them. You long for some kind of intimacy. You know, there is nothing that God cannot understand. Even when I go to Him with the most vulnerable um, emotions, I know that that's my safe place. I know it's okay to open my heart to Him. It's okay to tell Him how I'm feeling. It's okay to ask Him, what do I do here? I'm feeling this way. My, my, my flesh is desiring something that I'm not having it. How do I keep myself pure? How do I navigate my mind from the temptations to your truth? How do I wait? How do I wait? You know, the prince, he had to go through a long journey he, before he had his first kiss. So he had to kill a lot of demons in the way. He had to kill that big giant. And I believe we do have those demons around us. There are emotional struggles. There are feelings of being alone and lonely. There are feelings of that you're not good enough. That's why there's no one looking at you. Um, everybody is getting married. Everybody's having children. Everybody's uh, going through a different phase of life. Why it's not for me? Those are the demons that you are fighting with. Your bodily desires, your fleshly desires, those are the demons you are fighting with. You know, I love the book of Songs of Songs. I love the intimacy I grew in with God. I loved it so much that for one year I read nothing but this book alone. I was going through my secret place when my heart was longing for an emissary. I was going, I was digging deeper in God. I was asking him, you know, what do you want me to do now? I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm feeling this way. Why do I feel this way? If I'm not meant to be with someone, why do I have these desires? We are created in that way. But every time you navigate your mind from your temptation to the truth of God, what happens? Boom. There is a moment of a breakthrough. There is a moment of wisdom that gets imparted in those vulnerable moments. Those are the sacrifices. Those are the things that you're putting on the line because you're waiting for that one person who deserves you. He deserves the purity. He deserves you. You're guarding your heart like a million-dollar treasure. You're killing those demons. You are slaying them. You know there is, a, in that castle, there is a first kiss that awaits for you. I want to read a scripture for you. So bear with me. It's from Isaiah 43, verse 1 to 2. It says, 
But now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. I mean, wow, what a good God we serve. So here, the Lord is telling that I am capable of redeeming you from every single struggle. I am capable of healing your heart, even though if you go through the fire, even though if you go through the water, doesn't matter what it is ahead of you, I am capable of redeeming you, delivering you, restoring you. I'm going to talk to someone today. Have you ever had a struggle where your fleshly desires are so overwhelming you don't know what to do? Whether some people talk about it, others don't, but we all go through that biology of our bodies where your heart is longing for something that you don't have and you know you cannot have until you are in the right covenant. You cannot have a sex until you are in the right covenant. But your flesh is telling you, okay, I want this thing so badly. And then you bring your mind to, you align that with the truth of God, that God, even if I'm walking through the waters, you don't need a deliverance from your sexual urges. No, you don't. Because God created them. As you grow old after puberty, your hormones shift. And that's just the basic chemistry and biology, you know. So you're never going to get rid from them. But you're learning to slay those demons. You're learning to navigate your mind to Christ. You're learning to give those emotions to God. The biggest question I ask myself, what would Jesus do in this, those moments? What Christ is going to do in those moments? If he can part the waters for me, if he can save me from the burning fire, if he can redeem me from every single battle, he is going to give me victory over these struggles. Whether they are emotional or they are sexual, whatever struggle they are, I trust the Lord. The songs of songs, beautifully, beautifully, explains the intimacy where he tells his beautiful lover that I want you to wait. Look at the blush of your eyes. You're so pure. The blush is representing your purity while you're waiting for that one person to come in your life. You're praying and declaring. I recently started praying for my marriage. I started praying that God, wherever that man is, you are giving him a hunger. You are making him hungry for your heart. I declare that he is going to take part in building your kingdom. You're equipping him for the purpose and the plan you have called him for. He's going to be a great leader. He's going to be a great father. He's not only going to accommodate his own biological children, but he's going to be a father to many those do not have a father. I declare that for my future husband. I declare financial freedom for him. I declare good health for him. 
I declare those things. And I am so proud that the Lord has given me strength to walk through these struggles. The Lord has given me strength to be vulnerable and to come and talk to so many people. Those are going through these struggles. And I feel sorry, I am so sorry on behalf of the body of Christ that nobody, very rarely people are talking about sexual struggles. I have even seen people where they're getting deliverance from sexual urges. You don't have to get deliverance from them. They're created by God. Sex is a beautiful thing under the right covenant. But before you go into that covenant, you must learn to guard your heart. I want to read another scripture for you. It is from Songs of Songs, chapter 2, verse 11. It says, you must catch the troubling foxes, those slay little foxes that hinder our relationship, for they raid our budding vineyard of love. To ruin what I have planted within you, will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together. So here, God is offering His divine help. He is asking you that I know you're struggling. I am bringing those foxes to light. Those are your struggle. Those are stopping you from moving into the lifestyle of Christ, the lifestyle of purity, the lifestyle of your purpose. They're stopping you from moving into your true calling. When you're meant to guard your heart, you must guard your heart. It is adventurous, trust me. It is very, very adventurous. God offers his help. He said, I know it's hard. Will, will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together. I know they are hard struggles. And I know that if you and I are together, we both can do that. I need a willing heart. I want you to acknowledge that struggle rather than shoving it under the rug. You don't need to shove it under the rug. Those struggles are real. Come to the secret place. Seek that intimacy with me. Every time I struggle with intimate needs, I run to my closet. I run to God and I say, I am in my most vulnerable place right now, God. I want you to teach me how to guard my heart. How to overcome these temptations. How to slay these demons. How to keep myself pure for that one man. Who I am going to do life with. How would you? It is adventurous. It is exciting for even thinking about the season that I would be going in. In God's timing. And he is teaching me self-control and he is teaching me the greatest things of his heavens. I'm learning to know the heart of father where he says, you know, Rube, you don't have to struggle. You know, my child, you know, my son, you know, my daughter, I know you. I know those struggles and it is okay. It is okay. I know 
what are you going through what is going through your mind your mind is the battlefield and i have trusted you and i know and i understand that you can catch those foxes you can remove them from the vineyard of her love and i know wherever you will feel weak i will strengthen you that's why the word of god say in my extremest weakness use the most strongest god test him in those moments your corrector shows up when you are able to trust god and praise him even when you are surrounded by the most difficult struggles when disappointments are around you when people are saying why are you single you have everything to offer a man or a woman why are you still st- single what is stopping you from moving in relationship shake it off this is a modern world you can sleep around when peer pressure when other people society is trying to push you and you are fighting and slaying those demons you are ready to kill that dragon and then you will meet the true love and that love will be awakened by the your first kiss you know even in songs of song it says do not awake her do not wake her up do not do not be aroused prematurely you need to wait for the right season you when two people get animated they create things they create it's it's very powerful connection that they make they exchange emotion they exchange spirituality they exchange um you know and so many things if they have anger issue you may find okay i have the anger issues too when people are constantly sleeping around with the multiple people you will often see them that they are very restless because they are walking with the a broken pieces of so many people therefore that's why god commanded that it should happen between man and a woman under the right covenant i have never been ashamed from sharing the gospel and i will continue to spread that truth the young people have been deprived from the knowledge about sexuality in churches and i feel like i am called to do so i am called to bring light on those struggles that it's okay go to god and be vulnerable there's nothing wrong in it he will welcome you even when you are uttermost mess he will clothe you with the righteousness even when you're broken you're fragile you would feel like oh my god i am so ashamed ashamed of thinking something so wrong the god is going to hate me no he does not he was a human being he lived on this earth for 33 year old and when he died on the cross he has taken care of those struggles so you can be free so i can be free so i can learn to be self confident so i can learn to trust in his truth even though when people are saying otherwise when they're saying hey you never had a sex you're a nun you why do you why are you like this you're so old fashioned what is the point of keeping yourself for one man or one woman 
when people are laughing at you, I know. He listens. He hears. He hears you in those vulnerable moments. And he say, I love you so much, darling. I love you so much. You know, I literally share in every single podcast the story of Solomon. Solomon was dark in color and he thought really unworthy. And he says in the first chapter, he says, Lord, I am not even a good enough to be the doorkeeper of my brother's vineyard. What are you talking about? And God said, I love you so much. I love you so, so very much. Every time um, Solomon brings something negative about him, God replaces it with his truth. He said, but I love you so much. And every time you bring any dark thought, any struggle, any vulnerable moment, you're bringing that before your heavenly father and you're asking him to take care of those struggles you're asking for divine intervention trust me he said let's do it together let's capture all those foxes nothing in this word that is documented is a lie it's a blueprint of god and i trust it so much I feel the heart of God every time I bring any struggle before Him, whether it's my loneliness, whether it's my sexual struggle, whether it's the desires of my mind and flesh, or whether I am broken, shattered by the words of this world, I am under peer pressure. And if I'm surrounded by this beautiful man, but they don't know God, they have every single thing a woman wants in a man, but they don't know God. And I let them go. I let them walk away without giving them any chance. I let them go away. You know, the love of God costs you something. And I was listening to this song and I said, you know, in the song, the lyrics was so amazing. It says, you know, I will never offer you something that does not cost me anything. It cost you something. And that's why the word says, can you carry my cross? Carry the cross. Cross represent death. Cross represent dying to yourself, dying to your desires. But the Lord, He rewards us with the beautiful, perfect things in the end. And every time I let these handsome, beautiful men, purely because they don't know God, even though they respect my boundaries, I let them walk away. I know I cannot possibly love anyone if I do not have the love of God in my heart. You know, I am so impressed by the story of Joshua. When God takes them to the promised land, Joshua gathers all the people of Israel. He says, I don't know about you, but me and my household shall serve the Lord. That's what I desire. The biggest desire I have to have a companionship with someone who follow the heart of God, 
who has the same passion and hunger for the Lord. Even though people, when they mock you, when they make fun of you, because you don't do things the way this world works, even though when you have to let go a good suitors, it's worth it. I know the God, He created your future with the beautiful hands, His beautiful, beautiful hands, and He makes no mistakes. He made no mistake, absolutely no mistake about your future, about your future partner, but you must trust the Lord. You must follow His guidance. You must follow, you must obey His commandments. You must let Him direct your life. Only then you will see that promised land. You must posture your heart to receive your promise. You must position your heart in a way to receive your promise. So, if you struggle in your life, I want to tell you that you're not alone. I am with you. A lot of other people are with you. Those are going through same similar struggles. And sometimes it can be very frustrating. And sometimes you're going to cry. Sometimes you're going to feel angry. But remember what God said. Remember what he said in Isaiah 43 verse 1 to 2. That doesn't matter. What happens? Do not fear. I will redeem you. Trust me. If you trust him and you never ever let his law, his commandments, his instructions fade away from your heart, you will walk in that promised land. You will be given everything in the right timing, in the right season. If he gives you something prematurely there are chances that you're going to destroy that blessing because you would not know what to do with them so let's trust the lord and i just want to pray for you if you are someone waiting for a spouse or waiting for a boyfriend a godly man or a woman in your life let's pray together let's say god i just seek your supernatural wisdom i pray that you tell me what is the season I am in? Is this the season for me to stay single and to seek your heart? Or this is the season when you want me to be with someone? If that's the case, I pray that you align my heart with your will. I pray that you teach me and guide me and give me wisdom to make right decision in my life. And I thank you that you allow me to be vulnerable. I trust you that there is nothing is impossible with you. I will trust you with my future, that you have written it with a glorious, glorious ink. And I trust you that when the season is right, I will be fruitful. I will multiply. And I pray for my future spouse that wherever he is, you are going to equip him to be a man or a woman of God. You have handpicked that man and a woman for me. And I am going to have a very fruitful life with him.
And I thank you for every single thing that you're doing in my life. And in Jesus' name, Amen. I hope this podcast will help you. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.